Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Anthony Dietrich, we are recording live on July 19th, 2021. I should have said, I am your host, the almost birthday boy, Anthony Dietrich. My geriatric ass is about to turn 27. I know. I am joined by my partner in crime, former mayor of Danger Bay, and the always making me feel like an old prick, Kevin Costello. What's good, my dude? You know, honestly, life. Life's pretty good right now. I'm uh, I'm enjoying... I'm enjoying Indy still. It's a lot of fun up here and uh, yeah. looking forward to getting school started, going back to Italian Nasty for one last rodeo. Uh, yeah, one last of... rodeo. How, I mean, dude, you're doing grad school. That doesn't just, that's not one year usually. Usually. Usually, but I am, as the kids say, different. Oh, you're, you're expediating your, uh, your masters, aren't you? Yes, I am. Oh, well, it's wow. only a 36 hour program. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. So how much longer do you have up in Indy, dude? I have, funny enough, a month from today, I will be driving. Holy shit, dude. It feels like just yesterday you got up there, man. I feel like the Indy 500 was last week, but then looking for the Brickyard weekend feels like it's only a week away, yet it's still about a month. So timing is weird. Time works different here. And we got the Olympics to hold everyone over. This will hold everyone over during the Olympics, I guess. But Kevin, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. What do you and Matt Benedetto have in common? Uh, We're both. Have they? Roger Penske is letting you guys go. Told you exactly when he's going to do it, and still blindsided you in the end. See, I was going to make a race-winning <laughs> joke there, but I like Matt Matty D. This isn't Daniel Hamrick, so. But yeah, it's, oh uh, man, uh, I mean, listen. There's been a lot of stuff that happened in the last couple of a uh, couple of weeks since we recorded. We last recorded on. Uh, June 2nd, and I'm currently editing that episode as I have recovered the files. Thank God. I thought they were gone forever. My computer almost took a dump, but we will get that episode out hopefully tonight. Um, So, Kevin, we got a lot to talk about. I don't want to make this a two-hour episode. You want to do something fun? Yes. We're going to beat the clock. Beat the clock, baby. So, yeah, we're going to go ahead and try and do this in five minutes. Run down everything that has happened 
in the last, um, I don't know, two or th- uh, month and a half. Not including this past weekend. Not including this past weekend. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, and let's go. Um, Kyle Larson is really, really good. Nashville is really, really awesome. I do can like confirm. Can um, confirm. Parking's a bitch. Or yeah, traffic parking that was a nightmare. But besides oh. that, great, great racetrack. Uh, um, as so, funny enough, as I crossed the checkered flags, some like drunk guy literally hit the deck. Or as oh, Larson nice. crossed the checkered flag, yeah, it, was it is just like Kentucky. Basically, was first race. So hopefully they get their shit together by year three. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still complaining about Nashville uh, fairgrounds, but they did put on a good show. SRX has happened the entirety of the time we were gone. <laughs> Tony Stewart, inaugural champion. Thoughts? Goat. Yeah, what a beast. Um. <laughs> We had first-time winners in Kurt Busch uh, a couple of weeks ago, thanks to Ross Chastain. Uh, what do you think on that pass? I enjoyed it. Yeah, right, yeah. that's just how you got to race a mile and a half. Now it happened. In, it ha- same thing happened to Kyle Larson in the yeah. spring. So uh, Kyle Busch fans can go ahead and continue eating their salt. Um, what else has happened? Max Verstappen um, won like every race. Max Verstappen was winning every single race, pretty much. He mm-hmm. uh, was very good. Um, let's see here. IndyCar, IndyCar, IndyCar. Quick, quick, quick. What happened to uh, IndyCar? July 4th, Mid-Ohio, Ryan Hunter Race Trash. Ian, if you're listening to this, that's for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alex Pillow is just kind of cruising. Finally, Penske got a win. Yeah, finally, after Joseph Newgarden. Not him, but, like, the team just absolutely... Five to go. It was just, okay, it's like Mark Martin at uh, Bristol in 1990. Just give up. Got, it got a little interesting there at the end. I do appreciate that. Okay, let's move over to Xfinity real quick. So um, we had uh, Nashville, Pocono, Elkhart, Lake, Atlanta, Loudon, looks like. Um, Kyle Busch, uh, time to retire, please. I'm going to say, did, did the 54 car win every single one of those races? The 54 car has won almost every single race, except for Pocono. Austin Centric pulled that one off. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, time to retire for Kyle Busch. He has 102 career wins. He'll be back. Oh, God, I hope not. Oh, <laughs> Daniel Hemrick, the unluckiest driver in the world. Is he unlucky, or is he just absolutely washed? No, unlucky. I've completely turned the corner on Daniel Hemrick. I want him to win a race, and if he doesn't by the end of the year, I'm going to do something egregious. That's fair. All right, we have to come up with what I'm going to do. All right, uh, trucks, quickly, 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 running out of time. Um, uh, Nashville, not Nashville. Um, well, what's that other? No, they Tennessee. did Knoxville. Tennessee City, that's not in Tennessee. Knoxville, They had 14 cautions for 80 laps. Sounds ridiculous. Average speed of 36 miles an hour. They should go back, but maybe figure it out so we don't run 80 laps of caution like we did Uh, at Eldora last year. That's the first time I've heard that average speed statistic. That's just brutal. Yeah, I don't think any... Well, it was 41 miles an hour at Bristol Dirt, which also had 12 cautions for 56 laps, which wasn't even as bad as Richmond the week after. Okay, really quick. We got about one more minute left. Uh, to beat the clock, uh, Arca, Arca, um, stuff Gibbs, happened. Probably. Dan- Daniel Dye led every single lap at Berlin. Congratulations nice. on your first career win, 17 I years I didn't know old. they raced in Germany. <laughs> I know, crazy. And, and crazy that Germany is in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, pretty much if your name is not Corey Hine, Ty Gibbs, or Daniel Dye, you don't have a win this year. That's true. And yeah, stuff happened in V8 Supercars. I mean, if you're Scott Vance Ginsbergen, you probably won some races. They, It's and, cool how they can race upside down over there. That is amazing, honestly. And Which that's funny enough, I, I still haven't watched any uh, supercars, even though I signed <laughs> up for that one thing. I know. Dude, you know what I have been watching, and I've, I've turned a corner on it, too? Um, Formula E. Ooh. So, if you... Uh, they did New York a couple weeks ago, and, or, like, last week. It was a good race. 
New York, I think, is the most um is the one they've gone to the most. Where do um, they race at? In New York. Um, it's like it looks like a harbor. Honestly, I don't. It's like off the side. I I do. I, I just found out that Manhattan is actually an island maybe two weeks ago. So just don't ask. I've never been to New York. Yeah. Fair. I, I've never been. I don't know anything about it. Like I, I can't tell you directions. Like I think New Jersey is to the left and then Queens is to the right. I still don't know where Brooklyn is. It's yeah. Long Island looks like a, a long Island. That's, yeah, your, okay. that's your hint. Yeah. I mean, I can figure that out um, because of the Islanders, which, oh, by the way, Tampa Bay Lightning. Yes, Stanley sir. Champions. Tampa Bay. Champ City of Champions. <laughs> oh, man. So I think we pretty much covered everything. So, Kevin, where do we start? Do I we feel start like with we, a wacky Formula One race or do we start with a wacky We have NASCAR to start race? with the, the probably the most iconic motorsport moment of the year. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we... People, I, I saw someone say, and I don't think they're entirely wrong, we just witnessed our Senna Prost of the 2020s. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, dude, they're going to be showing that for, for decades, it feels like. It's just like, I mean, you think of iconic incidences that have happened in Formula One, you know, especially in the last 10 years. What comes to mind for me is Rosberg, Hamilton, Spain, the start, I believe, of 20, I want to say 2017 Singapore race where just everyone crashed oh yeah no this is um, by far the most uh and then mark weber just kind of going to space and um <laughs> by far <laughs> the most iconic moment it's probably it, it, the in implications and in, in f1 in the last five years since spain 2016 yeah 100%. it's amazing dude i can't believe it 100%. so um for anyone who is just living under a rock and doesn't go on the internet um if you haven't been paying attention the f1 season has been pretty electric Red Bull has been on fire. I think they won the last five races. Um, and, you know, it just looked like another weekend where Red Bull was going to, uh, you know, kind of stretch their wings again. I, I wasn't even trying to make a pun there. But we had the sprint race. Hamilton did qualify in the pole, but lost the pole to um, Verstappen due to the sprint race, which we'll get to that in a minute. Um, and, dude, I had to tell you, uh, the first half a lap was an absolute banger. Like that was that was oh my be, god yeah that was gonna be amazing and it looked like Lewis just had Max in his in his sights the entire time Max was not getting off the corners well wheel spinning it looked like Hamilton got amazing drive off and then coming down the old pit straightaway Hamilton went alongside him going into Cobb and then disaster struck at 180 miles an hour. See Silverstone's great because there's like six or seven passing opportunities yet Lewis mm-hmm. Hamilton chose the hardest one it's amazing it's like when with lewis and max they've chosen really stupid places to try and pass each other if you look at for bahrain where max went around the outside and probably one of the more narrow probably the most narrow corner yeah, on the he track. should have simply waited a lap and he would have won that race but simply yeah we we I, but i mean dude matt in my opinion lewis probably should have waited I, I don't know until out of stow because he clearly had the better car and i mean Looking at this incident, it can go either way. I, in my opinion, it's a racing incident, but it it was a very avoidable racing incident. It, that it's, a racing incident that almost put like did put Max in the hospital essentially. By rule, Hamilton should have yielded, or not by like rule. yield, but like so it, it, he didn't have his car in front of Max's at any point, and Max mm-hmm. going on the outside That's has the. That and like in a weird way, the right of way, like yeah, 
not that Hamilton's supposed to necessarily yield, but don't. I mean, hit the apex and then some. He was half a car was out, which is all you need mm-hmm. going that fast to make contact. And I think that a lot of the debate this past 24 hours has been, oh, we should have gotten, you know, more than a 10 second penalty. Marco Helmet mm-hmm. or Helmet Marco's calling for literally a race ban. And I <laughs> honestly, I think the 10 second penalty was the right call. It's just because we, we saw that happen. I think it's Silverstone 20. 20- 2018 at the start, uh, mm-hmm. Raikkonen, kind of same thing, went a little bit too wide in the corner, hit Hamilton, Hamilton spun around, fell to the back, and they give Raikkonen a 10-second penalty. You can't judge a penalty based off of how violent a crash is because it's like, at the end of the day, you, you judge it up until the point of contact or like right at the point of contact. Mm-hmm. Anything after that is kind of, it, it just happens. And like, obviously, they... it, it looked super brutal, but I, yeah. in my opinion, the right call. They talked about it on the broadcasting. That's the second least penalty they can really um, enforce on a driver. It's five second, ten second. Yeah, and I think is there a fifteen or twenty, and then obviously the stop and go. Which, I mean, obviously, in my opinion, I'm more of a Max Verstappen fan. I wanted a stop and go penalty. I wanted, you know, there no chance of Lewis winning this race because, in my opinion, he just took out the only other car that could beat him. So, yeah, I mean, he got a ten second penalty. Also had damage on that re- or the damage in F one seemingly doesn't matter, and I, I'm sure Sterling Marlin raced in Formula One in 2002. Yeah, because I, you can just fix your cars under red flag. It doesn't matter. They did the same thing at uh, Monza. They did the same thing at um, oh, where was it? Mugello last year mm-hmm. after that huge wreck. I'm be honest. I want to actually. We'll just get to it now because I'm gonna forget later. I get think I've it. had not like a change of heart, but just kind of like a realization. I think NASCAR, I don't know what IndyCar does, allow the teams to adjust the cars over the red flag. I, like, I'm, I don't I'm, see... I'm going to go the opposite direction. The F1 should stop letting them do that. <laughs> I don't, like, it's, it's tricky because you're like, okay, you know, we want every moment to matter, and if you make a mistake, you should be paid for it the rest of the race. But at the same time, it's like, for the show... Like, if damage is bad enough, you're not... Like, I'm not saying, like, if you have an axle break, like, right yeah, at the no, red flag, like the replace the axle. detrimentally broken. Yeah. You can't fix that. But even in a red flag, you can fix a, a, a detrimentally broken broken wing. You know? Yeah. You can fix that if you, if, if you have the time. And it like, seems with F1 red flags, you have all the time in the world. Like, Lugano at New Hampshire, he had a piece of rubber stuck in the throttle body. Obviously, they're not doing that to gain advantage. They're doing that so his throttle doesn't stick, stick any slams the wall going 180 at new hampshire it's i don't know i feel like there's for the show and for fairness I, I i'm okay with saying. them allowing. yeah that that i don't know this this weekend gave me a lot of uh a lot of light bulbs went off my head and that was one of them yeah i, I don't know i'm i like i said i'm i'm a little bit of the opposite but end of the day when when you look at how it went uh went down i i feel like it, it and I said it earlier, I feel like Lewis absolutely could have waited. Um, and I actually, like, that was my main point when I, like, immediately after the crash and I saw uh, interaction between Scott McLaughlin and James Hinchcliffe about the incident. And I, ju- and I, I said that. I was like, you know, Cobb is not an easy place to pass. Probably the hardest on the track that is, could be considered a passing mm-hmm. zone. Um you know, and obviously Lewis is much better out of the corner. He could just follow Max into Beckett out of Stowe, 
get the run and just take – I can't remember the, the name. I can name almost every corner on Silverstone. I can't name that one um, coming out of the hangar straight. But he would have had him there. I obviously get – but the thing is I understand Lewis's um, uh, need to do it. He didn't know if he had the car to win. Clearly he did. Um, yeah. He, you know, he, he wasn't certain of his own abilities at that point. And that's actually amazing that the fact that Max has been so good this year, he's making Lewis question, like, can I get him later? No, I have to do it right now. Yeah. That, that's I mean, actually I, amazing. Cause I mean, that's forcing Lewis to make mistakes. Those mistakes should have taken out Lewis as well. But I mean, you know, either way, I just feel like Stowe wasn't the place that Scott actually quote tweeted me and basically um gave me the whole um if gap then car kind of treatment mm-hmm. there you know which is really fucking funny because that quote came after Senna yeah. <laughs> pros for the lead yeah <laughs> it's just so beautifully ironic and i'm not trying to shit on scott at all like you know, i love scott and there was no way i was gonna try and get like if i if i tried to joke and he didn't realize it was a joke i'm not trying to get banned or blocked on twitter by scott mclaughlin that would ruin my yeah, you gotta really fuck up to get blocked by Scott McLaughlin. Yeah, well, I could just tell him that New Zealand rocks, and I'll probably do it. <laughs> or I'm sorry, Australia rocks, whatever. I, I so I thought something after the race. Like the only reason we had that incident is because of what happened in the sprint race. Yeah, and I want to transition. What are your thoughts on the sprint race? I don't idea. want them to do this every single race. Like I, I actually don't hate the sprint race. It was really exciting. Um, you know, we. I mean, first of all, who else was this made for? But Fernando Alonso, probably one oh, of the best starters of, of all time. You know, uh, just uh, you know, and we we had um, Nathan on the podcast. He posts constantly about um, Fernando Alonso's starts, and I just find myself watching him all the time because they're they're intoxicated. It's amazing, yeah. and obviously that was made for him, and there's two more in the season. I am excited for those other two. Uh, the move, I mean, obviously, you know, the, the, the same thing pretty much happened with Max and Lewis in the sprint race, but uh, did, did anyone crash? No. Sergio. Yeah, wow. Well, okay, but, uh, you know, unless Sergio, like, you know, hit the ghost of Jim Clark out there, I don't think yeah. he made a contact with anyone. My thoughts on the sprint race is I went in very open-minded, Mm-hmm. And I came out re- like relieved, I guess, because I, yeah. I thought I thought it's a good addition. I'm all for making each day at the track more important. Like, yeah, not nothing against Fridays, but at the end of the day, it's just a practice day, and there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. I like Fridays, though. I, I personally, I just love the that I can just turn it on in the background, and be like, oh, <laughs> they're they're going around the track, and they're just kind of testing. I their agree, race but like strategy and their quality strategy. It's nice. I don't I like think, it. like, basically the whole thing is trade offer. You get one less practice session and you get one more race. And yeah. for me, that's a great trade. Yeah, and it didn't really affect anyone either with tires or anything. Like, you know, obviously Sergio, you know, got kind of cooked on it and ruined his race, honestly. But you know, I, I don't want them to do this every weekend. That's the thing. I would rather them do this at races like Silverstone. Are they doing it at Spa next, or is it Monza? I, they've announced the next two. I know Monza was a rumor. I know Brazil was a rumor. I don't think Brazil's going to happen. I would happen. like it for, like, you know, some, like, 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 do it for three races a year. Don't do it for every single race. I'm fine See, with I'd that. Be, okay, dream, dream scenario, there is 21 races a year, or 24 races a year, whatever. Do it out a third of them, so eight or seven. I think, eh. 
it's it kind of gets it, rid of the allure if there's too many though that's the problem but i think you have to to like get the legitimacy of it in a way you can't just have it three race weekends because it's i like, don't think f1's gonna keep it regardless after this i year. think they will i think it was a success i'll be honest we'll i mean we'll see i'm sure I love the it how they said they're yeah, I love how they right. said there wouldn't be a podium, and then they paraded Max for stopping like he was right. the new uh, Roman Emperor. <laughs> after after the weekend, though, I'm not sure I love the like the official pole winner thing that they're doing. I think it should be the one who wins qualifying. It should be the unofficial pole sitter, and then I, 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 you, you I just you start a new column of. Okay. Yeah, but then know. we can't have the statistic of like you know George like potentially making it to Q two every time because if he God forbid something happens in the sprint race, then did he really make Q two? I mean, he yeah. did, but I like I don't know. I think have the qualifying winner still the pole sitter and just start a new column of stats as how many sprint races did you win? I like I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, I don't know. Because at the end of the day, you're, you're still, you still have qualifying. It's the exact same yeah. rules in that qualifying, and it should yield the same exact results and stats and all that. Yeah, I, I do I find think. it funny, though, that, like, F1's implementing this when they're literally also trying to implement a cap. So, like, what are you doing? Do you, like, yeah, that's going to cost them more money. I, it's a little bit of a... Uh, I mean, Gene is, just like, Gene is just, like, fucking throwing bus fare at, at, the, at his team at this point. Like, figure it out. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, like, uh, literally, Ma- Mazepin was almost a lap down by the end of the <laughs> sprint race. Yeah. The, All right, the, anything oh, else poor Gene. from from Silverstone? we got to give a shout-out to Charlotte yeah. Drag for an awesome almost win. Podium, first podium in a year. Great for him, great for Ferrari. Yeah. Lando's still freaking goaded. He's third in points. I mm-hmm. Can't believe he's kept this up. He actually, had, yeah, we didn't solid. even talk about Ferrari at all. I mean, <laughs> Charles led almost every single lap, yeah. and that—I that, mean—that's just a devastating way to lose, obviously. But good, good for Charles. I mean, it, it, the first stint looked like Lewis should have gone around him, and Lewis just cooked those tires. The hards this time did not get cooked. I think that, um, unfortunately, I think F1 probably chose the hardest compound for uh-huh. this weekend, which is. You, I, I get it. You want to, you don't want to have blowouts, but it is more interesting yeah. when you think someone is going to blow a tire. I was um, hoping it was going to be a two stop race. I was a little bit upset I about that. Two stop race, and when Sergio pit, I was like, oh boy, here come the two stop strategy. No one else mm-hmm. pit. I was like, oh boy, yeah. Sergio's fucking dead in the water. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, he did. He did. It was kind of Harvard though, because at least he did take away one extra point. From Lewis and Max mm-hmm. doesn't leave the weekend with no points. He does get three from the, yeah. um, you know, but he does just lose like net twenty four points to Lewis, and now I believe is only eight up. Let me yeah, just double check that. Yeah, he's Dude. only eight up on Lewis. Eight up on um, Lewis, and then the constructors. Red Bull was up by like forty something. Now they're only up by four. So it's yeah, uh, it, it was a huge ball. blow. But yeah. you know, it's a, it, it, Mercedes is stationed near Silverstone, not as close as Aston Martin, but you know. Their home track, Lewis's home track. And, you know, you had to get... Here, I had a theory, Kevin, that because of how poorly Mercedes had... or Okay, let me put it this way. The Queen of England is very old, right? Yes. And what happens every time Matt Lewis Hamilton wins a race? What, what do they play? Uh, I'll, I'll save the Queen? God, save, God the queen? save the Queen. God yeah. save the Queen. I don't, I don't know who's saving you, but yeah, no, it's God save the Queen. 
Um, you know, and that happens all the time. And, and, and I believe that for the past, uh, you know, five, six years, that's what's basically been keeping the queen alive. Just that every few weeks, Lewis Hamilton is winning a race. Now, of course, Lewis went on five race losing streak, one of his longest in the last five years we've seen. Um, and what happened two week, about, well, about two weeks ago in, in the soccer world? Uh, Italy. Yeah, Italy, <laughs> Italy uh, stormed the beaches of, of England and absolutely mm-hmm. took them to town in penalties, uh, <laughs> thus putting the Queen on life support. So I said, if Lewis Hamilton does not win on his home track, I, I, I think that's the end of Queen Elizabeth's reign. And, it would be know, a very interesting thing to watch that absolutely has no, no correlation, but people are going to say it's like a one-to-one direct correlation is if like Hamilton does not win next year and then the Queen passes away like right after i mean how old is she like 98 she no philip was really old philip was 99 but man he's been dead for like six years i'm gonna be honest with you um Queen elizabeth i think is 93 i'm gonna double check her real quick she is born in 1926 she was born in 1926 god she's old 95 she's 95 years old i'm telling you man Lewis Hamilton winning and them playing God Save the Queen, it's literally giving her power, so I, I don't know. Also, um, congrats for almost being as old as uh, Queen Elizabeth. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say, Ferrari probably should have had a 2-5 if Sainz doesn't have a bad pit stop there. They could have had a 2-4, uh, man. Yeah, well, I don't know. Uh, I, think, I don't yeah. know. Lando was, was just yeah. kind of vibing. I mean, he was in that awkward, like, I'm I'm 14 seconds behind Bottas. I am 14 seconds above my teammate. Yeah. I I just kind of vibe. Um, <laughs> nothing else. Vettel, I, I claims overheating. I think he just gave up. Uh, oh yeah, when you're on his own, I I don't understand why teams don't do that more often. Like if no, you're just clearly like, you, you, like, not you getting s- points in a in a car that you should get points, and it's like a third just of the save the parts. Yeah, don't, exactly. Like, yeah. Don't risk it. Yeah, I, I think that's what happened. They can claim overheating all they want. No one's going to come over there and touch the part that's overheating to find out if it's real. Right, yeah. They got as many points as they would have gotten anyways, and exactly. they don't have a wreck race car out of it. Uh, all right, so that was it. Banger of a race. Unfortunate circumstances. Lewis ends up passing Charles with three to go and yeah. you know, made up like 100 seconds in nine laps. It was frustrating to watch it as a Max Verstappen fan, but that's neither here nor there. You know it was fun, though, Kevin, watching someone make up ground? On Sunday, nice. Yeah, I was I was really having a fun time watching Eric Almirola and Christopher Bell make up uh, ground on that final run. There. Yeah, and, uh, it's once again just Champa Bay is addicting, man. We, dude, we can't seriously. stop losing Almirola. I mean, we even got Almirola in the playoffs. I mean, yeah, who? somehow twenty seventh in points. Which when they said that statistic, I was like, "There's no way, Eric's twenty right. seventh. He's got to be a little higher than." Like, I, w- I was talking with a buddy of mine at work. He was like, yeah, Amaral's in the playoffs, but will he be in the top 13 oh, points? <laughs> not even that, dude. He's yeah. not even locked into the playoffs in my yeah. opinion. We'll get to that scenario. Mm-hmm. But amazing race. I, I I was watching this friend with my friends on Discord, and I think that multiple of us had said, um, this might be one of the best races of the year, if not the best race of the year. That was really good. It felt like it was tough to pass. But they weren't stalling each other out. They were really battling each other. It was really fun to watch. And overall, one of the most exciting races I'd seen all year. Um, from, from a 
from a pure racing standpoint, I would say top three race of the year from an overall race standpoint. I voted no on the Gluck poll. I'm be honest. Wow, you are a tool then. Um, I, I don't know what tell to tell me. You. In any like this is how desperate I think we are for good racing in NASCAR as of late. In what race do we have the the competition get wiped out because of NASCAR's inability to spot oh, well, rain? Listen. And then not only that, you end the race shortened and then the drivers come out after it saying, Yeah, we definitely could have run the distance. Like I the finish that could have happened between Almarola and Bell had there been another nine laps. Oh my god. That would have been well, phenomenal. The question on the Glock poll wasn't was NASCAR good at their officiating today. The question was was it a good race? And it was part of the race. race. It, that for like I okay what was the racing good? Yes, yes. But take a step back and say, okay, we just had a race where they had to shorten the finish and they completely fucked up the leaders at the beginning by recreating the 2001 All Star race. You can't <laughs> tell me that's good. I mean, I, I was thoroughly entertained. And, and if you haven't uh, heard from, you know, Steve, it, it's a entertainment business at this point yeah. that they're in. I was they like what they're seeing. I, they, I, they I was can, entertained. Hey, they're going to look wrong. at that Gluck, They're going to look at that Gluck pole and give them a huge pat on the back. Like, yeah. I, like, I, the racing was great. However, comma, I, like, just taking that step back, you can't tell me that that is what a good race has been. Fuck. Um... <laughs> Sorry, there there has been a fruit fly in my office all day, and when I kill this thing, I swear to God, I'm gonna Fortnite dance on its grave. Um, nice. I mean, look, the officiating was stupid as hell, yeah. and we were joking about that all day too. Like, don't don't get me wrong, the fact that Kyle Busch, um, and and Truex and I, who else, Hamlin, Bowman, and someone else got into the wall, egregious. I mean, I, stupid. Just, it, stupid. It, it was stupid, and I also thought that the ruling for like okay at any given point we're just gonna say there's 10 laps to go was also stupid but it was hilarious like it got to the point where it was so dumb that it was just like watching a uh, like a naked gun movie or like an airplane movie we're like this sucks but i'm having a fucking blast i agreed but I don't watch top tier levels of motorsport for that. That's what I watch SRX for. <laughs> oh come on, dude! NASCAR is 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 kind of not becoming a, like the Cup Series is not a top tier level of motorsport. This well, year. they try to be. That's They're the thing. Phrase it. Phrase it as not. Phrase it as not. I'm 100 percent fine with what they did. But when they try to be, and then they pull that bullshit, it's I don't know. I'm very conflicted. Dude, it's like 2000s Matthew Perry thinking he's a top tier actor, man. It's like sure he's trying to be, but. <laughs> Like, both races I, yesterday just left me so conflicted because I'm like, they were both great races, but there was just yeah. so much controversy that I'm just like, ah. I mean, they could have finished that race up. I, and, it, and probably Christopher Bell does at least knock on Almirola's door. I don't think Almirola's losing that race because Almirola did not use up his shit. It looked like Bell <laughs> was using up his shit by the end. Bell was like, coming. is tired. I mean, he was coming, but he, I, I feel like lap traffic, Austin Dillon, Almost a 300 IQ play by just saying, I'm simply going to block the leader. Because the if thing. he wins, I'm never, cooked. That's what pissed me off. We'll never know. That could have been like, like bump and run, back and forth, side by side, Craven, Bush, 2003, I mean, Darlington all over again. Here's the thing I've seen worse, worse, like called early calls, in my opinion. I mean, I've, I, I've already said that I feel like Coda, they could have kept racing, yeah. even though it was a monsoon. 
Um, the two thousand. This is one I think of because it's the one I watched. I didn't watch the two thousand seven Kansas race where they called it to to sunlight. Um, in two thousand two, it was the race where Junior and Steve Park got into the inside wall at Pocono and Park oh flipped. yeah, yeah. yeah. That race was under a delay for two hours to fix the wall. And then when they thought they could get going, it started raining. Oh, so they didn't God. really get going. This was like a 1 p.m. start back when yeah. NASCAR thought they could like actually do those. So the race didn't really get going to like five. And yeah. they, I think it was a hundred, it was, I want to say it was a 500 miler, but I might be wrong. Yeah, it they, definitely was back then. It, yeah. So they only went 160 mil laps, which is the normal distance at this point. Yeah. Um, and I mean, they announced that really early, though. I think they announced that's that the with, thing. Like, Announce it, go. but there was so much sunlight left at the end of that race. Yeah, I... so they were trying to do the right thing, even though it sounds completely fucking chaotic. With what they did, it is the right call, but it's stupid as hell. But you had opportunities for a guy like Matt Benedetto, and I want to see Stenhouse honestly kind of push it. To see, like, hey, when are they going to call these 10 to go? Like, we can stay out and maybe make playoffs on some nonsense. And, I did I, mean, I did like, I like the that feeling. chaos factor. I like the feeling of knowing what, like, where they said 10 laps left. I didn't like when they called it, but they said, like, what we're going to do if we need to do it is say 10 laps left and there's no overtime. Yeah, those last that was 10 nice. laps, you're like, damn, like, anything that happens right now could end this race. Like, <laughs> we were literally saying. I missed that feeling. I didn't think I would miss it in NASCAR, but. Yeah. If I, like, I still think up. you should have green white checkers in in NASCAR. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, like no. the fact that there wasn't the option was intriguing. Yeah, it, it was kind of fun. Like, I mean, if there were races where NASCAR is just like, okay, we won't have a green white checker, I'd be like, hmm, yeah, interesting. But of course, if it does end under a caution under something stupid, we're just like, well, that's I wish we had the green white checker. Yeah, um, I was just like, we were talking about it, and I feel like Eric Hamrhold absolutely could have. Um, what was it? it? Just pull a Charles Leclerc and just wreck someone in front of him and be like, what? I would have. I literally would have. I, I happened to be the leader when that happened. I like, Or you get a teammate like Chase Briscoe who was like 20th and played team orders there. Well, yeah, and, uh, yeah, that worked out real well for Michael Walter racing in 2013. <laughs> Obviously, you just got to well pay your arm no, with it. Like if, if Mike, if Mike Buckeravich or whoever – Johnny Klausmeyer, whoever Briscoe's teammate is, just comes on the radio with five to go saying, I hear your arms getting itchy. What we do? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I would just, <laughs> I would just big brain it and just be like, well, if Al Merol is in the lead, I might as well help him out. But yeah. Those guys also need a playoff spot. You know, none of, no one else has a win on that team. Well, at the so, end of the day, besides Harvard, the team, two yeah, other, S- yeah. two other Stuart Haas racing drivers, a win's not going to hurt them. They're going to have to win no matter what. Like, yeah. Uh, either way, it's, it, it was. I had fun with it. I, yeah, lack I, I of lack of PJ one was yeah, was quite we nice. Proved that we don't need PJ one, <laughs> and it's funny because I said that New Hampshire is the only track I think that needs PJ one to like it actually benefits the racing. And it, 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 this was fine without it, and I'm really hoping that's the last we ever see of the PJ one. <laughs> that and Bristol, uh, are they, two, well, they, the two Bristol, tracks yeah. I've been okay with the PJ one. Because, yeah. like, I mean, in theory, if a mile and a half is supposed to be good, but it does the exact it opposite. It, it, yeah, and yeah. I, they unfortunately can't get it off Texas. It's kind of stuck. Yeah, yeah. How, how bad do you have to fuck up a racetrack? I mean, I'm <laughs> telling you, just turn it into a... Oh, I went to Bucky's for the first time. Oh, sick. Dude, yeah, we can we can have a Bucky's moment later. Um, yeah. But, yeah, just turn Texas Motor Speedway into a bigger Bucky's. Um, yeah. Anyways, so... Xfinity, I mean, Christopher Bell... Well, 
Yeah, well, hang on. I'm trying to see if there's anything else I want to finish up from uh, the cup race other than... Oh, Kyle Busch hitting the pace car was weird. I don't know what I, that was. That was uh, weird. At that point, if you're going to get screwed over by NASCAR, if don't NASCAR can get dish that out, you got to take it, too. It's not like he fucking wrecked the pace car driver I or know, anything. He, he, he tapped he, it. But, I mean, the, the pace car driver didn't I know, I know. Then Kyle can be like, well, all the damage that I got caused by y'all not throwing the caution, I couldn't break right blah 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 i know i hope they don't do anything i hope they talk to him behind closed doors about say hey don't do that again yeah, type of thing probably but... just give him a slap on the wrist and be like, exactly hey, next time you do that like uh gonna you gotta put a human element back a human <laughs> element in it like obviously it's not a great thing to do it's not a great look but you gotta realize you mm-hmm. completely screwed over a driver who's notorious for being a hothead shit's gonna happen you're lucky he didn't like ron hold day that pace car oh well it was yeah. We're we're grateful for that. Yeah. Um. One more thing I wanted to say. I'm just kind of looking at the finishing order. Nothing really um stands out. That's like too crazy. I guess. I mean, Chastain's been running fantastic. Good for mm-hmm. him. I really love looking at a track like New Hampshire because it gives me an idea of who's going to be really good at Phoenix. Because this is mm-hmm. about the half more than halfway point, and by now teams are probably focusing their setups more on the playoffs than anything else. And I do like the fact that I'm seeing one, two, three, four, five Fords out of the top six. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's the Ford might have their stuff together. And I really like that Penske, all the Penske cars pretty much um, running well, even with Logano getting like penalized, like he still was able to, um, you know, move up there. So, I, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if we see a couple Fords in the playoff in the final round, and we probably would see a Ford champion. But then again, I did say that last year about Keselowski without thinking the Chevys looked good too. But I, I mean, you know, the highest finishing Chevy was Larson in seventh. And this season I mean, has that Logano 2018 feeling into it. He's got one win early on. He's just kind of been grinding. Yeah, out. He was but two laps down yesterday. It was the fastest car again. What did he get? Third or fourth? He finished in fourth. Yeah, which is I mean, amazing. What I mean, good, yeah. yeah, I mean, but. The difference, obviously, being is we don't have a big three, so. Oh, yeah. You know, that, that that I feel like this season is just more chaotic in the fact that, like, I really couldn't tell you who's going to make the championship for. I don't even want to say Kyle Larson could make the championship for because, I mean, anything could really happen to him. Well, they nerfed him in those final oh, yeah. races, especially, like, when you look at those final few races that he goes into, you got, what is it, um, Martinsville, Texas, and... Um, why am I blanking? Kansas. Kansas, thank you. Yeah. I mean, you just never know what could happen. I mean, Larson's been good on the mile and a half. So, mm-hmm. you know. I think Anyways. Toyota, the last two races, have had the fastest cars. However, we will not know how fast they really were at New Hampshire. <laughs> no, we really won't. But, uh, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll get I think there's another opportunity for them down the road. Anyways, let's see what they do at Richmond. Richmond's another good indicator. Oh, it's, they're not racing at Richmond again, are they? That night is unfortunately the same time as an FSU home game, so I will, as tradition, be missing would, the I, the Richmond I, fall I mean, playoff race. Dude, we're not going to be good this year. And what are you going to do? Watch Mackenzie Milton pa- rush for more yards than he passes? We play Jacksonville knee. State. It's my okay, final yeah, year. Exactly. I'm going. Point. Mackenzie Milton will <laughs> rush for more yards. He passes. That's ball. fine. I just want to see a win. <laughs> uh, yeah, me too. Honestly. Anyways, besides us being sad FSU fans, you know who wasn't sad on Saturday was Christopher Bell as he was able to pull off his third win in a row that he's raced in. 
at the Magic Mile. It is he's three for three. I think he he really seems to love this track. Um, just a fantastic race for him. Unfortunately, once again, now that I have just become a Daniel Hemrick fan, I guess it is um more and more frustrating that the fifty four car just takes all the shine and thunder away from uh from Daniel there. But Dude, overall, that first. Put- Put Hemrick in that 54 car, that scheme for one week, and he will get his first win. That team. I mean, just. I mean, you're. you're, Put the 18 numbers on the 54 car. I get it. Kyle Bush, goat of Xfinity. Yeah, I mean, that's. Chris Rebell, good. But you put Ty Gibbs in there. He has two wins, and the other Gibbs guys. Has any of the other Gibbs guys won a race? So Martin Shorts Jr. um, ran the first Atlanta race, apparently. No one remembers it because he didn't win. Yeah. Um. Uh, just uh, first stage was a banger. It was it was really one of the better stages, one if not one of the best stages of the year for the expanding guys. I'll be um, honest, I didn't catch any of it until stage three. It was, but I will yeah, take word for it. The, the last two stages were whatever. I mean, they got spread out and you know, all that. But the first stage was really good racing. The cars were very even. I really couldn't pick a good driver out of a hat, and I said, "Well, if Christopher Bell takes the lead, it's over." But everyone else. <laughs> Uh, besides Bell, was really even. It was really fun to watch. Yeah. So, um, I don't really have too much else from this. I mean, Riley Herbs made a nice comeback. Brandon yeah. Jones is really not having a good season. It's okay. He'll turn it on the playoffs. He's a clutch driver. He if he makes the playoffs, <laughs> stop. And I will be say fine, that both, Michael and Nett just might never race again. Coming, yeah, coming into this weekend, the playoff picture for both series were very boring. But with Michael and Nett being out for a race and Almirola winning, it's like, damn, both of these have gotten really good. It makes Daytona for the Cup Series a lot more interesting to watch, and then Bristol's the cutoff yeah. race for uh, Xfinity. Which that's true, it is. Yeah, that'll be good. It's going to be exciting to see what happens with those two races. Um, definitely looking forward to Daytona. I need to figure out my ticket situation for that. I Unfortunately, think I Sam have a just... football draft that night, but I will prioritize both. Good lord, you, you guys couldn't have just scheduled that for a Sunday. Well, we didn't schedule it yet. That's, I, I said. Yeah, I know last year we had it. I, I watched Byron's first win on my phone. <laughs> Anyways. Um, unfortunate for Sam Mayer, also involved in that crash, just couldn't really do much. Um, but yeah, he's had some shit luck. Yeah, he's, he's also twenty years old. He's got ten. He's got ten. He's not a Red Bull driver, so he he's mm-hmm. not going to get kicked out. Yeah. Um, I don't really have much else from this race. It was just it, it happened. Yeah. Um. So other than that, we had a lot of silly season news. So, um. In case you didn't also know, Matt Benedetto, I already made the joke, but Matt Benedetto out at Wood Brothers. It was announced last October that he wasn't going to be in the car after yeah. 2022 <laughs> because Austin Sindrick was going to take the 21 car. Pretty much everyone knew that. Here's the thing that I think people are missing. That's why I think Benedetto felt like he was blindsided because Harrison Burton, out of absolutely nowhere, at least in my opinion, is getting the 21 car for next year. And I'm not going to say that Harrison Burton is undeserving. Harrison Burton has more wins than a lot of uh, drivers that are moving up to cup. Um, you know, so I, I just got to say that, you know, Harrison Burton is, uh, and that's not saying that I think Gregson's moving up to cup. It's just it's probably the writing might be on the wall when he's funding. Um, there's definitely a chance that Har- Harrison's one of the most talented drivers. He's just very young. Um, 
I don't. I but it's the money, you know. They, I, they bring sponsorship. Dexes, and I do love Harrison as a driver. I think he's he's a great driver. But I just hate it for Matty D. And Cindric ends up now taking over the two. But go at ahead, a certain sorry. at a certain point, like we all love Matty D. He is well, not one a lot of the of if not the nicest guy in the sport. But you've been in Penske equipment for two years. Have like five top fives maybe haven't made the playoffs looking like you're not gonna make the playoffs two years in a row at a certain he point he made the playoffs last year hold on he made the playoffs no, last i didn't year. yes he did am i stupid yeah you are stupid mickey he, mouse I, playoff birth covid doesn't count he made the play oh my god he made the playoffs <laughs> i was at the daytona race i was losing my shit because he made that's the right because jimmy didn't make it yeah jimmy didn't make yeah. it he got it by like two points gotcha. yeah gotcha. come on dude that's on me. Still, though, I will. I mean, you should yeah, be winning not, races. Yeah, yeah at least yeah, he, contending for more than just super speedway races. Seventeen points, right? Without without all the wins. But you're in a top was... tier car. You should be more than that. There's I mean, no he's reason. Above Ross Chastain. He's above yeah, but there's no reason to go RCR. I'm just saying. He's above Cole Custer. If if the other three Penske cars have a win and he does not, that at a certain point there is a factor in there, and I love Matthew Benedetto. I hope he gets another ride because I do think he is good enough to have a full time ride in the Cup Series. But I love the fit, honestly. Not like the more I think about it, of Harrison Burton in that twenty one car because the twenty one car has always been that good old boy team, and I feel like mm-hmm. Harrison just embodies that so well. It, it 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 hasn't felt like that with the last two. And to be honest, I almost completely forgot. I was like, huh, did they just go straight from Blaney to, to Bend? I was like, I completely forgot Paul Menard was there for two years. Because Paul Menard yeah, felt like he didn't do anything, which is actually funny looking Paul Menard's numbers. He's doing the exact same thing that Matt's doing. Yeah. Except Matt's actually making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. At least once. <laughs> it's just I I I hate it for Matt and I hate it more because oh, I hate it too. Is, NASCAR decided it. to take away a race that Matt definitely probably could have a better chance to win at with Bristol and just turn it into a fucking clown show. But, um, yeah. you know, yeah, it hasn't been a good season. He, I mean, I, I met, me and Matthew mentioned it at the beginning of the year, like, his season started off rough. It's not a good look for him. It's probably a contract. Like, you got to race better. And I, I feel like, you know, them switching crew chiefs was a huge kick in the – leg you know it got them moving in the right direction i don't really like the way that matt went about it kind of throwing penske under the bus yeah but i also get it i get it because you you probably what happened is um see this massive fruit fly (laughs) anyways what happened probably is that it was announced maybe a couple weeks ago internally in-house that Instead of the 21, because of how well Cindric's been doing and the situation with um, Keselowski, yeah. that they were going to move Cindric into the two car. I, a little piece of me thought that maybe Matt would go to the two car, but I was like, they, it's like with AJ Allmendinger when they moved, damn it, when they moved <laughs> him to the 22. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, okay, maybe they'll give him a chance. And apparently the Harrison news basically developed like two days before it was announced. I heard so. them allude to it on uh, Door Bumper Clear because they said a guy who has been on this podcast earlier this year will be in that 21 car. And I went back and looked at the only two drivers I saw were Harrison and Jeb. And honestly, I thought Jeb just because Jeb's 
Jeb's gotten a couple rides out of nowhere, and I was like, yeah. fuck it, he's going to do it again. I did not expect... Yeah, no offense to Jeb, he ain't ready for that ride. But I did not expect Harrison deep. to lead, lead the Damn Toyota it. camp. <laughs> I'm sorry. To all the people listening at home, I'm clapping in your ears, and I don't mean that, but I'm really trying to kill this fly. I mean, yeah, the money was definitely there. I think Harrison's a better driver. Jeb actually is the better fit than Harrison, though, if you think about the good old yeah. boy driver. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's what I thought, too. I mean, he would fit it so well. I mean, the Burton's, it's a great family. It's a great racing yeah. family. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ward's awesome. Jeff's awesome. Jeff yeah. has really been growing up. Jeff's um, great. And, hey, dude, this means we get a primetime Kim Cam now. Oh, I regret. No, I take it ah, back. Ah. It was a mistake. I, I literally had not even thought about that. People at that home, was a be careful. I'm about to smack this thing. Send it to the shadow room. Damn it. Welcome oh, to got it. Ninja Anthony. Dude, I swear, this fruit fly is so <laughs> fucking thick. Hypothetically, open a window. No, I have a screen, and there's a spider <laughs> that lives oh, on my shoot. window, and I like watching him rent eat free. out there. I don't want him coming. Yeah, I should probably charge this guy rent. Yeah. Um, I don't <laughs> want to let that big... Like, he's gotten big. I've been watching him grow yeah. for the past couple months. He's been eating a lot of flies outside. He's getting big and really spooky. Um, yeah, but either way, I feel like... so. We There's a couple other things that have happened, so... Uh, Chip Ganassi shutting down. <laughs> That's a big thing. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah, we didn't talk about because we haven't recorded. Um, so there's an opportunity there with the fact Trackhouse is buying that car. Apparently, Trackhouse has a driver already. It's going to be Kurt Bush. And if it's not Kurt well, Bush, here's the thing. it's going to here, be Rock name. Here's the thing. So with there's also – has it been announced or is it still a rumor about 2311 Racing getting that second car as well? Well, okay, that's They're from what I've on heard. Charter, I know. From what I've heard, if they get it, Kurt's going there. If not, Kurt's going to track house. So apparently, oh, Junior knows where Kurt's going because he mentioned it last week that Kurt's oh, got yeah. a deal already. And I believe that Kurt. I Kurt, believe it's track here's house. Here's the thing. I do, well, here's the thing. I, people, you know, bozos, in my opinion, are saying Kurt should go to the No. Kurt where? can still win the booth. Fox. Oh, no. Replace Jeff. No. Just. They have the answer for how to replace Jeff Gordon. It is Larry McReynolds. Just put yeah, him back in the booth. Yeah. We don't, it's, it's we don't that need easy. two drivers in the booth again. No, it's that easy. Like a, a Mike Joy, electric Clint Boyer, and America's crew chief Larry Mack would probably be the best, best Fox lineup since the like golden days of Joy. Daryl and Mike. exactly, we need to get Larry back in the booth. Anyways, he he can yeah. handle himself. Um, so yeah, no, Kurt is probably going to one of those two rides. Um, you got colleague officially is now moving up to Cup, and I think that do they are they really doing two cars? So they're doing two full time cars, but they only have one full time driver as of now. It's going to be Almendinger part time in that other car. However. If they get a guy with sponsorship that can do a full season, they will have him. Mm-hmm. Well, I would actually just love AJ back full time. Oh, I would too. That'd be great. Cup, but I don't mind AJ full time expanding because he can win championships down there. He's probably not competing for wins in Cup at all. No guaranteed, offense, guaranteed final four if he's full time extending next year. Guaranteed because well, we'll Hendrick's we'll not there. Kaylee's not there. Who who does he have to beat? Allgaier. Well, there's going to be some guys moving up. Ty Gibbs. Ty Gibbs. Um, and, Sam, and now Sam's going to be trucks next year. Um, I'm trying to think who. You know, 
You know who's probably going to get moved up who has no business getting moved up? Don't you say it. Because he has money. Okay, that's not where I thought uh, you were going. No, not her. Um, it's probably <laughs> Derek Krause is going to get moved up because he has money. Disgusting. I know. Um, to where? It's whoever wants that Napa money. Fair. Um, I, like, does, I maybe does Ford maybe have a team in... next year? That's the thing. Who? Ford. Um, I've heard rumors that they might keep the 22 open and put Ernie Francis in the car. Oh, that's a really that's weird so rumor. Sick. That oh, I would really, love that. I mean, that's but that's a rumor. I don't think that's going. I, I think he asked for it on Twitter. That's why he was like, okay, hey, yeah, yeah, maybe MC. that's why. I, I that saw... would be. I I would be a. I like if if Ernie Francis was a Xfinity driver, he would by far be my favorite Xfinity driver next year. Obviously, without <laughs> Brandon Jones in that equation. Yeah, I was gonna say, watch your tongue there, bud. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, there there's a lot of questions there with it. I mean, obviously, yeah, I want to see AJ win an expanded championship because that that would be an electric celebration. Yeah, and he and he deserves it. But um, you know, so we got colleague. There's still rumors, and I these are very low rumors about um JRM potentially moving up to Cup. I don't think they will. No, I, I just don't moving. see it happening until at least 2023. Yeah, I I yeah. feel like with. I think what Junior is probably waiting on is see how the next gen really races. If it's that, worth and, it. Dude, charters are just so expensive right it, now. That, that's so the thing. Charters may be obsolete in three years. And I, I, I hope get, so. I hope so too. And I get wanting to get in the Cup Series like as soon as possible with this next gen car. But if you're if you factor it, you join 2023, you buy a charter for 10 million and it's gone for after two years, that's mm-hmm. 5 million a year you're wasting, which is basically. A half season of sponsorship, mm-hmm. probably a little bit less, yeah, depending on the team. But like, yeah. Um. So more rumors going on. Apparently, so potential that Petty could shut down. I've I've seen that one floating. Mm. Um, which, if I am Trackhouse or twenty three eleven, I would. I don't care who I'm going after. I want Eric Jones <laughs> to just shot to the top of that list. Now, do you um, say shut down or like absorbed by another team? That's so again rumor. That's a, yeah. it's a rumor, and I I would assume probably would get absorbed. I mean, it's Richard Petty, like because I don't think uh, like in this same age with the Chargers right NASCAR now without the forty three. Yeah, I don't. I don't think one. Yeah, you'd say keep the number, probably even keep Petty in the name, but like the team itself, just like the forty three will simply not not exist. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll see what happens with it. Um, I've I've seen that one float around. There's another rumor that Kevin Harvick might buy JTG, not buy it fully. It'll probably be like KHI JTG. Um, well, didn't he say yesterday that he said he's oh, he's not interested at all? Yeah. But I mean, even when he said that, there someone pointed out that Ryan Priest works with Kevin Harvick's agency. KHI so, represents both Stenhouse and Ryan Priest. Yeah. yeah. So that's probably where that rumor came from initially, but it's 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 a rumor that does have legs to kind of at least wade in the water. But I'm not sure about it either. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think what other rumors we got here. I I will say I feel like Kurt's probably gonna go to track house over twenty three eleven. I would rather go to track house because track house has really looked much stronger at times. Then twenty three eleven, of course, you know Bubba's had some tough breaks this season. Yeah, I'd rather go to Chip Ganassi Racing than. And, and if I'm if I'm Kurt Bush, I probably would rather stay with Chevy. You know, 
I mean, he's not, he's been like the most anti brand loyal driver over the years. That's, I mean, yeah, but so, like, I don't think that's a big deal. I it would be cool to see him run like. I mean, what what would he, the he second almost all the manufacturers at that point in his career? If twenty three XI gets a another team, what number are they running? Eighty one. Thirty two. I thought thirty two was owned. Have you seen go fast racing? This no, year? but I thought they they like. It's weird because you can still own numbers even if your team doesn't exist or run. Well, there's like a I'm certain, sure Michael, it's like a Michael Jordan thing. walking up to Mr. Uh, John Gofast and like uh, <laughs> John Gofast. Here's, here's, here, here's money. Give me the number. Wait, why 32? Because it's the opposite of 23, and I don't think they have an imagination. <laughs> I hate that. So, what was what was Michael Jordan's uh, comeback? Forty five. He was forty five when he came back to the Bulls. That'd be great. I don't remember the um, and he was number six when he was on Team USA. So, he, well, obviously, we all know who's going in the sixth car. Come not officially, not come officially. Announcement. We know who's going to be in there. <laughs> Everyone knows except for Brad Kozlowski and Rash Fenway Racing right now. Yeah, Ryan Newman's probably already got a contract with someone else. I I heard, uh, and this isn't even a rumor. This is just something Ryan Newman would do that he should just go to the Truck Series and go win a championship there. Go replace Johnny Sauter or something. I'm in. Like, I would I would love that. Personally. That'd be great. I mean, you know, Newman would would love the uh, Truck Series. He'd I still think widest the truck there. If the trucks ever go back to like full time, no playoffs. I'm telling you, Kyle Busch. After his cup series goes there and dominates, wins wins a points championship, so he can just have a championship in all three series. I mean, he he's got, he would be the first one. Yeah, him and Austin Dillon right now are the best candidates. I hate that Austin <laughs> Dillon is one cup series championship away. Well, William Byron should be in that category, <sighs> but yeah, that still pisses me off. Yeah, well. I'm so glad they have that championship format for the lower series. It sure makes sense. Yeah, uh, sure does. Anyways, anyways, um, I don't really know. I don't know expiring contracts outside of obviously the Bandetto. I don't know if Priest is expiring. Let me let me just Google this real quick. I think Trees will have a ride for next year. I don't know where it's going to be, but I think That'd he's good enough. I think that Nashville truck would Here we go. help him a lot. All right, so I have a full list of um, someone. By the way, Sport Spot Rack has a really good one for this if you're trying to also follow along. So apparently there's a lot more drivers um, that have um, contracts ex- ex- um expiring after this year but most of them are probably going to be figured out yeah so eric almarola christopher bell um chris busher kurt bush chastain which obviously those two guys are going somewhere else custard benedetto we already know dylan austin dylan denny hamlin timmy hill oh mm-hmm. big time wait uh, christopher Clint, bell i don't i think they're probably just restructuring a long-term deal for him. I was going to say, like, that that's a an interesting option. Not that I think they would do it by any means, considering what Gibbs did to Eric Jones to put Chris Rubel on that seat. But, like, if Trackhouse, not Trackhouse, if 23XI were to get another charter, let's say they want, like, a higher-profile driver like Kurt Busch in the Gibbs 
mothership land and they can ship off Christopher Bell to not that I think they'll do it no it wouldn't happen I I, I, like I said I think that one is just kind of a situation Mm -hmm. um yeah I'm just and that's just based on this website that I'm looking at Uh, they probably don't have anything going on with it um obviously we know we have an idea of where Keselowski's going apparently Eric Jones has an option on his contract, he's probably going to get picked up because anyone would be stupid to let him go. Yeah. Dowell, McLeod, uh, Newman, Priest, Reddick, Stenhouse, Suarez. Churex is TBD, but it looks like he is re-signed through 2022 in the bubble. Damn it. I can't get this thing. <laughs> that might be an outdated thing because Trackhouse said they're running Suarez full-time. We're right going to yeah, we're gonna name this episode Round of Applause. <laughs> <laughs> um... Larson is also TBD, but I mean, obviously they restructured a deal for him. So um, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. So yeah, I'll just keep an eye on those. But ten car could be open. Depends on what that Smithfield money does, because that's obviously. I think I think yesterday saved Almarola. It it, it it might have. I mean, I you just get that one once every three years. That's all you need, really, is Stuart Haas. It's, he's literally the Ryan Fitzpatrick of NASCAR. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, Briscoe obviously is fine. Um, yeah. Kurt, we have an idea. Busher's interesting. Busher is interesting. Busher's interesting because I would like to see him in a better car because I think he is a better driver than the equipment he's in. He's 28 years old. He's getting to that point where he's hitting his peak. Um, and I would love to see him in a better car. I mean, Chris Busher could be like a wild card option in a good car. Uh, like maybe the second track house or twenty three eleven. Uh, the thing car. about Busher though is, I think just his personality holds him back because I I literally watch a full yeah. race and I'll see Chris or Chris Busher finish like fourteenth and I'm like, oh, I yeah. guess he was in that he's race. Con- he's consistent. Yeah. If he was more exciting, he'd be Lando Norris. Yeah, consistently there could get you <laughs> could get you a good playoff position. Um, I I feel like. It, <laughs> You want to talk about someone maybe moving from the mothership of Kibbs and going to the other twenty three eleven? I mean, Denny Hamlin literally owns that team. I was going to so say he's always that's, that's an yeah. option. He always he now has a fall plan for whenever Gibbs kicks him out of the car right. for his son um, <laughs> or grandson. Um, Eric Jones, like I said, we I think he's staying. It looks like actually. Um, I don't know. I could see going back to the bed. I could see him in one of those front row cars. I could too. Like kick McDowell. No, and I'm not gonna say the other guy's name because I'm friends with him on LinkedIn, so I, I would feel that. Oh bad. wow. You yeah, can see he sees every time you click on his profile to show your friends. No, nope, you because heard. I have mine hidden. Are we friends on LinkedIn, Anthony? I haven't used LinkedIn in a year because I hate that app. Fair. I have a job. Fair. You have a job too, but I have I'm... a job that I'm stable for at least another Fair. year. GG's. Whatever. Um, yeah, I had to delete the app. It was really annoying. But I mean, look, Anthony Alfredo, I'm not gonna say anything mean about him either, but uh his name Fast Pasta isn't really uh living up to it, the name. Yeah. But I um don't disagree. It's also front row motorsports. They love yeah, that's, playing that's they thing. love playing Ring Around the Rosie with their fucking drivers. But time. then again, you look at it that way, you're saying, Okay, there's two drivers at front row motorsport. One won the Daytona 500, and the other, you know. And Michael McDowell is actually, like, yeah, 
you know, doing decent. He was in the playoffs just on points up yeah. to last week. Yeah. I mean, he's, Anyways, he's been super solid this year. So silly season's interesting. I mean, we haven't really even touched too much on Expandy other than I think Derek Krauss might Mickey Mouse's way into a, a okay, ride right. next year um, with daddy's cash. I mean, he'd be better in the 98, though, than Riley, maybe. Now that I say it's that, hard to be loud, I don't know. Yeah, now actually, Riley kind of. Riley kind of. Okay, Kraus. Well Kraus has least proven himself in a lower series. He hasn't won. He won a fuck ton in Arca West. That's okay. Wow, you beat ten other drivers. Well, One I mean, yeah, that's Haley what I'm saying. Union. Has Has Riley Herbst done that? No. I I don't know. I wasn't watching when Riley might have been. In he did not. Series. He was in Arga. He won he races in Arga. He did not. Terrible herbs. It's not just a gas station. Hold on. I, I, I would like to... I think that he actually has won a race in, in ARCA. He has, but that's yeah, because so he was running in Gibbs equipment versus the rest of the field. No, no, he did. won 10 races last year. No, I agree. Yeah, he's absolutely washed this year. Okay, anyways, just whatever. I'm, I'm not... You're not going to trick me in defending Riley Herbst. You're not <laughs> Um. All right, so... This situation with the playoffs is interesting now with Eric Almirolo having won because there are, I believe, 13 winners, um, three open spots, and if Denny Hamlin wins a regular season championship, he guarantees himself a spot in the, uh, in the playoffs. Kyle Larson is about 14 points behind him, which mm-hmm. is interesting, especially with uh, Denny's inconsistency at times. And, of course, Larson wins races. Um, and there's a possibility with the way that things are shaping up that we could have not one, but two guys who win races, not make the playoffs this no. year, depending I, on, of course, a scenario where four drivers win who are not named Denny Hamlin. Yeah. I mean, and ahead of points. And if play. you look at it, there's no better four races coming up. really not. Really, There's a lot like, of chaos that's about to happen. So you got you get two road courses. You think mm-hmm. of road course specialists per se. You got Matty D up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Tyler Reddick has gotten much better yeah. at these tracks. Reddick, and then I know obviously Daytona. Anyone could win there. Anyone, well, well Daniel Suarez is winning Daytona. I'm just going to throw that one out there. That's fair. I'm in. But think about Michigan too, and not all. I was talking about it at work today with a friend. Austin Dillon is fucking goaded at mm-hmm. Michigan. He is good. Bubba Wallace. Looked really good at Michigan yeah. last year. He has won there in the truck series. He does like that track a lot. With Yeah. I I think I mean not I'm not mention, saying we're also in the rainy season, Kevin. This is true. Never know. Race could get called early. A road course race, maybe not Indy, but at <laughs> um at Watkins Glen could rain. Make I can even confirm. More I can confirm here at Indianapolis Motor Studio that we are indeed throwing on the sprinklers halfway through the race. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> oh, Technically, some, some of the people I work with have the power to turn on the sprinklers in the facility at any given time. Oh, man. I'm no. sure NASCAR, don't let NASCAR <laughs> Chasm know where that is. Yeah, no. Absolutely <laughs> not. Oh, my God. I mean, there's a potential for a lot of crazy shit. Chris Buescher, I don't think it should be low-key anymore. Very good road course driver. Always spent like around the top ten. And that I team think. is really good on that five fifty horsepower package. Yeah, that, oh, ra- that, that Michigan man. Motor. I mean, that it could. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you got those options. Ross Chastain looked good on road courses. Yeah. I mean, 
he could sneak like there's so many opportunities for drivers. I mean, we saw Cole Custer pull a win out of his ass on a restart last year. That's the thing. Like, uh, look at the last year and a half. These random wins haven't come at Daytona or Talladega. They're coming at it was Texas, Austin Dillon last year, Kentucky. Kentucky, yeah. Now we got New Hampshire. Um, you could throw yeah, in. I mean, Chris even Kurt Busch's win last year kinda. or yeah. last week. Like, I mean, yeah, Kurt Busch is guaranteed at least one win per year. We exactly that one win. That's that's how I knew Ryan Blaney wasn't going to win yesterday because Stop. he already got his I one of the year. To break that. It's he's not going to do it. He's Until he's Kurt literally. Yeah, then he'll get he'll chew up he'll his win, win and get two a year. He's like Stop. a younger, he's like Ricky Rudd, but a few years younger. Oh God, actually, that's one of the best comparisons I've ever heard. Thank you, I appreciate that. Shit, damn. Um, I mean, dude, you never know. It, it, it's crazy that we could have a scenario where guys like Eric Almirola and um, where is he? Uh, Michael McDowell have won races this year and could miss the playoffs because of how many drivers are winning races. Or they could just get lucky, and a guy like Eric Jones, imagine imagine you were trying to get into the playoffs on the last race of the year. You win that race, but you are behind in points on the other drivers. Dude. And your win was Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Like, it's a meaningless victory at that point. That'd I mean, be so no cool. win is meaningless. I mean, any win you get in the Cup Series is meaningful but meaningless towards the playoffs. And, I mean, that would just be devastating. Like, I'm going to be like honest. I like, I, thought, I thought I had thought of every wacky scenario. That oh, one no. had not crossed my mind until I right now. I just hit you with something crazy. God. I mean, yeah. If, so, if you're looking at it that way, so, like, two new – or three new winners in the next three races, that brings the total to 16. Denny Hamlin wins the regular season championship. Or, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, two winners, two winners, Hamlin wins regular season championship. Yeah, a guy like, not even Eric Jones, but let's say. Anyone behind Almirola, really. Who's like 30th in the points? Like Corey (laughs) LaJoy? Corey LaJoy is 29th. Anthony Alfredo is 30th. Yeah, but Corey LaJoy wins. Everyone behind him are like Balickies and Quinn House. Okay, I'm I'm 100% rooting for that scenario now. I want to see that play out. I mean, it it would just be chaotic. That'd be so much fun. And here's the thing, like, I'm fine with all this chaos because the system is dumb anyways, but this is the first time in the seven years of the chase where I feel like we could have more winners than playoff spots. Mm -hmm. And that's fine with me if that's a one in every seven year kind of fluke because it's like... It it helped at the start of the season, like the first three winners had a total combine of four career wins and they haven't won since, but like... I mean, it's just like that Almirola one, dude. It, that opened up a can of worms because how there's no like, not, you don't see this in today's NASCAR. It's the top 15, 16 in points. This is the only guys that are actually going to compete for the win. And I get Stuart Haas been on downslope, but like, yeah, you're not expecting a guy that runs 20th each week to just wax the field. Here we are, though. Yeah, here we are, and I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, it's about time Stuart Haas figured it out. So scenarios silly season lots to talk about we're gonna be back on a weekly schedule depending on what kevin does if we don't have kevin we can get methy we don't have methy would you like to come on the podcast message me at ltln podcast might not help that we have a two-week uh break heading into yeah so well next week we can probably just dick around maybe Maybe yeah we'll do that you know if you're not busy next week maybe we can do something really fun i guess i will say well you gotta look 
So not this weekend. I had a couple guests, that but the I weekend after we got we got Hung- Hungarian Grand Prix, and then the weekend after that we got Watkins Glen and mm-hmm. and the inaugural Music City Grand Prix, which I'm I am so ready so for. That, Kevin. for. I'm so ready. I'm so excited. I watched. And I, I, I'm I watched going the to. Video. I'm going to reveal inside information that I was told at a bar in Nashville last week oh, that whoa. is 100% confidential, but I don't know who this guy is. He doesn't know who I is, but not that it's like a, a big thing at all. But so that race is sponsored by um, the big machine company, the vodka. Oh, that's I think that's already been known. No, no, no I knew that. So here we are. Here we are. So that's by big machine. And then our race here at Indy. For the IndyCar, it's a big machine, whatever. This might have been announced already. It's, just, it's, it's such a minor box. thing. This is how we it, get sponsors, Kevin. Yeah, it's such a minor thing that it probably was announced and just no one gave a shit because, per se, why would you? Um, but if you win both races, you get like a $100,000 bonus. That's actually kind of cool, but no one's yeah. going to be doing double duty. James Davis. No, no, no. no. I mean, I mean if you win the, the Music City Grand Prix and then the IndyCar Road Course. No, I understand that. I understand what you're saying. The only driver that might do it is James Davison or Cody Ware. I don't think you understand what I'm saying. IndyCar races here in August. Oh, 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 yes. oh I thought you meant the cup race. No. I was like, who the fuck's doing double D? No, that is the Verizon 200 the cup race. Okay. Well, yeah. look, you would know. You work. I, I do indeed get paid. Um, also, right. G-Man Choi right now, I'm watching the race game. He has four home runs and 20 RBIs this season, so nice. 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 All right. Uh, you want to round out the field? I would love to. All right. Well, Kevin, uh, tell me what it's like to hear a beautiful VA Ferrari engine go around. Dude, okay. I don't think you realize how pissed off I was today when I checked Twitter. It was yesterday. and you like miss I it? Saw, Yeah, I saw a video of the F1 car going around, and I was there like... two I, of them. I cannot believe I missed that. Okay, oh they. I know Ferrari's here. I want to say they're here the whole week, so hopefully yeah, I'll get I know to what's going that on again. Over. So apparently they're doing a, a rescan or something. A what? Um, for iRacing as well, so there's like a lot going on. They're oh. rescanning the um, infield, apparently. That makes a lot of sense. I thought it was just Ferrari, because at Daytona when I was there, they just ran it off the track for They're doing a, a lot of stuff at Indy, and I love the pageantries. It's real nice, so, yeah. I will um, also be here. I don't think I told you this. Um, my last day, so it's August 18th before I go back, and that is the first day of the two-day uh, Brian Clawson 39 Memorial Dirt Track nice. event. So I will be seeing another dirt track race. Dude, hell yeah. At least the first. I know Chase Briscoe's running there. That'll be cool. Hopefully some other guys can come out. Speaking of dirt, Kyle Larson is uh, a little bit richer and apparently a king. Um, yeah. Which is funny because I checked Twitter earlier that day and I saw him like flip and then I check it again. Yeah, he too. I was race, like, oh, Jayski. Either way, like he came back and um raced the race the next day and uh then what was it? Chase Elliott also came back the next day after winning at SRX, which it looked like Chase wasn't even a factor that entire race. Yeah. I um, guess 
part of rounding out the field, I just want to give the most massive shout out to everyone involved at SRX. It has been yeah, such a treat job. to follow that series, and I cannot wait till next year. I think if they get it to like a ten race champion, I, I think they're going to stick with six just because TV, and they probably have a contract. Yeah, so, um, six to eight is probably a good place to. Um, but I to okay, I, hear me out. You get ten Saturday nights in a row. You get a field of. 18 to 20 full-time drivers. That's, dude, like, I mean, the championship this year, they were like, Tony Stewart won it, and I'm like, yeah, as the biggest cares. Tony Stewart fan, I'm like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, it's good for him. It's his own series, blah, blah, blah. But if you have a fuller field, a little bit more races, I I mean, everything, there's so much potential with this series, and I'm so happy because I, I hope it succeeds, and I think it will because the way it's being ran is fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's definitely um, definitely a lot of fun when I was watching, even with the fun flags and everything, just to keep the racing close. It was, it was yeah, nice. that's the thing. They're, like I, They market it as we're not like a quote-unquote pure racing series. We're here for the entertainment. But if you're going to market it like that, go all out with it. The fun yeah. flags, they, and at least they know at least that like the whole like, all right, if we run 25 laps without a caution, we're throwing the yellow. They, they know that going in. They're not just random yeah. precautions. Yeah. It definitely definitely works out. Um yeah. so and shouts out obviously Alan Bestwick, always nice Good. to have him in the booth. Love Matt Yoakum as well on Pharaoh. Matt Yoakum too. L- hope, hope, hope that we can get Alan to move back over to stock car racing in twenty twenty two. Did you know uh you probably know this. You know Matt Yoakum graduated from FSU? I think I did know that. Yeah. Awesome dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. Next time I see Matt, if I uh, go to a race or something in the future, I'll uh I'll be like, hey, Matt, go Knowles. Yep. Uh, let's see here. What else we got? Um, shit, you know, I had something and I lost it. Oh, oh. There, was a, there was a race at Lime Rock. I never – I was watching part of it. I actually, I actually watched a little bit of that. Yeah, I, I, uh, Antonio Garcia and Jordan Taylor, funny enough, <laughs> ended up winning that race. It was a 100-lap race, and they led every single lap. That yeah, that, there's like – competition. I was watching it. Yeah, there's – Three teams in that like top division, and two of them are yeah. Corvettes. Like a <laughs> couple, couple cool names though in here. Obviously, um, yeah, you know, Jordan, Jordan Taylor. I see Jack Hawk, Hawksworth, uh, Jack Hawk nine thousand. Yeah. yeah. Um, Andy Lally didn't have a good one. Catherine Leg Legay. Is it Legay Leg or Leggy? Um, Leg. Yes. I think yeah. it is Leg. Yeah. Um, and Zach Veach. Hey. Hey, I didn't know he was in that. Yeah, he really nice. didn't do very well. That's why I didn't see him. He was racing for the Vaster Sullivan uh, Lexus. I'll be honest, I forgot about Zach Beach's existence, but it's okay. He forgot yeah. about himself too. That's fair. Um, not really much else going on. I wanted to say since we talked about Formula E earlier, there is uh, the next Formula E race, I believe, is in London, and they are racing inside a uh, factory for part of the track. What? Yeah, I'll send you a video about it. It's really that's cool. so cool. I watched, yeah. I watched it in the beginning of the year. I was like, oh shit! And like, it lights up like a rave inside when they're Damn. There. it is. It looks really neat. So, um, definitely, I'm gonna watch that one. I'm getting more into Formula E. It's really cool. Um, kind of leaning towards. I think Mercedes is good over there as well, but not as good. I'm trying to think of the other teams that I have been enjoying watching them race. I think. Jaguar is the one that Jaguar has been doing really well. I do like um, Tag Porsche as well. 
So definitely, I we should watch a race together, Kevin. They are really oh, good. And there's two. I, I still think, like I'm obviously excited for the Miami Grand Prix. I still think it was a little bit of a mistake for them not to run somehow through Hard Rock Stadium. There's no way they could do it, Kevin. Oh, there's I know. No way. I know, but I still think it's a mistake. Well, <laughs> they did figure it out for Mexico, but that stadium was already pretty open. Anyway, yeah. So. I mean, if you if you somehow change the layout, you get an extra sixty thousand people. You could you imagine the echo? That would like, be you, horrific. You have the dome up, like you. Everyone would go deaf. But yeah, it'd be it worth it. Horrific, dude. You can't That'd be awesome. That. That'd no. be awesome. <laughs> I just so I found out that, that my ears are are really bad. I have the hearing of a forty five year old man. I've had like five rounds of surgeries on my ears. I don't want to hear it. Okay, well, no, I, that's not to flex or anything. Not to flex about it. It was as a kid. I'm not traumatized whatsoever. You're good. It. You're good. All right. <laughs> well, that's pretty much all we got. Make sure to uh, follow us on Twitter and uh, Instagram at LTLN Podcast. Uh, check us out on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and our friends over at StadiumScene.tv. If you're a content creator, make sure to check out Stadium Scene TV to go ahead and get yourself going off the ground. They, with the Olympics going on, there are a lot of fun podcasts uh, to listen to, a lot of fun video series, maybe to get you caught up on what's going on over in Japan. And if you're a content creator, definitely check out their MVP network, especially if you would like to talk about the Olympics now is your time to shine. Go ahead I'm and go for gold with stadiumscene.tv. What, Kevin? You're going to ruin my little, my okay. little thing? Okay, shout I, out I Stadium really, Scene TV and that I really promo thought gave... about go for gold there. That was actually... No, like, that gave me a perfect idea. Next episode, when we come back, so let's say... Or the episode right after uh, Watkins run in Nashville, because that would be right after the Olympics end... Instead of having our like top moments of the week, we have a gold, silver, and bronze moment of the week. Sure, Kevin. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, without for we, we might be back in two weeks. I would like to do an episode next week. We'll figure it out and and maybe plan something fun. But until next time, I have been Anthony and I have been Kevin. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Box this love.